<laughs> you ready? You want to just jump in and we'll do all our chatting, you know, in the episode itself. Is that okay with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a little, I might, I'm a little bit under the weather, so I might hack and cough and clear my That's throat okay. more than it's a more hardcore, than usual. it's a hardcore episode, so that uh, <laughs> it'll add to the. Uh, <laughs> I did the mystique to the raunchiness of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I'm sorry to hear that, but hopefully we'll uh, I'll try and make this as painless as possible. All right, let's do it. Look out! The lever! Get away from that lever! You'll blow us all to atoms! All right, welcome everyone. This is That Record Got Me High. I am Rob Elba. This is the podcast where we uh, we see how many how many records get people high, and the answer is endless. There's an endless amount of records that get people <laughs> high because we're going we're going to get. I can't believe this. I think our fifth seat. I, I think we're in our fourth season now. I don't know. I'm confused. I gotta actually check it out. But we're getting close to 200 episodes, so that's uh, amazing. Wow! Holy right? moly! Yeah, holy moly is right. That's awesome. That's awesome, and our guest, we have an awesome guest that you hear. He's already jumping in before I introduce him, but let's, uh, without further ado, welcome my guest to the show, returning guest, Mr. Tim Heinley. Welcome to the show, Tim. Thank you, thank you, man. I've been chomping at the bit to get back on here after my uh, previous appearance. Uh, Galaxy, you did Galaxy 500, right? Yep, yep, that's right. Awesome, and now you went a little, well, Tim, actually, we should uh, give you a little background for you. You know him from Daggerzine. Which is a dagger zine still a thing, or is that just like a thing that never ends? Or <laughs> exactly, it's a thing. It's a thing that never ends. Yeah, no, it was a. I you know I did like a print zine for like tw- like way too long, like twenty five years, oh, and that. Well. <laughs> but for like the last like ten years, I've been. It's but you know there's a website. I've been right daggerzine.tumblr.com. I you know I po- try and do like you know or you know you know a review every day every other day you know so so yeah, yeah. so it is still going it's still going. everything's yeah. moved online now everything yeah there's no real there's print pop what's print no one knows um except for the, except for the big takeover that'll like you know that's Jack true doing yes yeah until he's like in his 90s or something exactly he he, he talk about never ending yeah definitely <laughs> jack uh will never finish that. i gotta get jack back on too actually i gotta uh, get in touch with him all right and you're also a contributing editor at blurt magazine and blurt magazine i mean that's pretty much online too now right blurt you know blurts you know i don't blurts blurt is online it's been online for a while i don't know it's been you know i don't know how active blurt is anymore you know fred was has it been a while <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been it's been, it's been, yeah so I still okay. I still have that title of but yeah I don't know um, okay. yeah I don't know how how active Blurt is anymore but you recently you have a book that you edited yes uh, that's out, yeah. right? where the wild gig where the wild gigs were a trip through yep. America's underground music venues yeah I, I you know actually you know you know I'm waiting for my box of the copies of you know the book to be shipped they were supposed to be here like any day now so oh, i'm really kind of waiting still, oh okay okay i was wondering yeah. about that okay because yeah. i didn't yeah i was looking to see and there wasn't an official but i know i know i mean i know some people that that wrote uh pieces in there and uh yeah it looks it looks awesome actually it looks great yeah there's a whole bunch of contributors and it's on uh hozak records and books got to give them a plug because the todd and they're they're awesome so um, okay great all yeah. right. Well, maybe so, yeah, uh, possibly yep. if it does come out, maybe we can work out a thing. Maybe we can give uh, one away to one of, one of our listeners or something like that. We could work. Absolutely. Like that Absolutely. All right. That sounds good. All right. But then we're not here to talk about any of that now. We're talking about. So you went. I mean, you you ch- changed gears for sure from a Galaxy. <laughs> you did Galaxy 500. And what is the record that you brought now that we're going to talk about? The Adolescents, their self-titled, deb- self-titled debut, a.k.a. The Blue Album. Blue album, the adolescence, and everyone knows. I mean, if, if you're into punk hardcore, everyone knows the record just from the cover, the album cover, because you've right, seen this right. album cover. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And we're, I was thinking this is probably the first real true hardcore record I think that we've done. I don't know. We did Angry really? Samoans, so maybe is Angry Samoans. Oh, okay. That's right. But yeah. it's kind of joke core. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. Right. All right. So formed in. They were from Fullerton. Fullerton. That's right. Fullerton, yeah, California, I, in 1980. Yep. Yep. And this was their debut studio studio album, uh, released uh, in 1981 on Frontier Records. Oh, and real quick, I should mention, you know, uh, every, 
whenever I do episodes, I, I always buy I always buy whatever band you know record we're doing. I always buy it, and I try and buy it uh, if I could buy it from the actual band where I think the band gets the most money. I mean, a lot of times I just have to do it off of Amazon or whatever. But uh, Frontier Records does have a band camp, and I bought the Adolescence. It's right up there on on the Frontier band camp. So it's, uh, let me see, it's Frontier Records-Adolescence.Bandcamp.com. So that's kind of awesome, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Lisa, Lisa Fancher, <clears throat> I think she's she's still going strong. You know, she's still, you know, reissuing a lot of stuff on Frontier, and yeah, God, she's been doing that forever. Right. <clears throat> All right. So this, so in reading about, and and I'm gonna be fully fully honest with you. Full disclosure, I did not know this record. I really didn't. I knew it from what I said. You know, I knew the cover, and I said, oh yeah, I know that. Right. And everyone talked, but I did not because just at that time, 1980, I was actually playing in a band myself in, in uh, South Florida, and I was not really into the California hardcore scene. That was just not my jam then at that time. Really? It, really? Yeah, it, it just wasn't. You know, you're into different things, and, and I don't right. know what right. it was, but uh, yeah, for some reason, I listened to bands, like East Coast bands. <laughs> Boston and DC and, and New York, but I don't know. I, I guess I probably had kind of like a snob. It was probably like a snob, like an East Coast snobby thing against California. So uh, even though I eventually love a lot of like um, uh, TSOL and uh, JFA right. and bands, I, I I grew to like a lot of these bands. But I never the 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 thing about the adolescents is they were hardly together, right? Because this I guess arcade and reading about it, it was one of the it was like the first hardcore punk album to be widely distributed throughout the U.S. and it became one of the best selling California hardcore albums, but. These guys n- never really toured to support it, and they broke up four months after it was released, right? Right, right. They, right. They didn't tour. They toured. They got back together in, like, 86. And, and, and it, it, you know, 86, they did a national tour then. That's when I saw them. But, right, no, right in 81 when this came out, they were, you know, they were, like, they were adolescents. They were, they were like, teenagers, right? So I think they, right. you, know, I th- I, you know, you know, from what I gather, there's a lot of, like, infighting and, I think Rick left. Rick Agnew left pretty early on. Yeah, yeah, they were just yeah, like you said, they were a bunch of teenagers. And but right. when you when you think about it, it's the most hardcore punk thing to do because you you do a record and then uh, you know screw it, uh, fuck it, we broke up. That's it. it right, it's, right. It's nobody's, stupid. nobody's gonna Being see a band us, is stupid. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I and I, I, I you, know, you know actually I think you know I think some of the guys in the band were you know you know some and maybe I think I maybe read this before you know I mean some were kind of like you know hey we could be we could be really popular and be kind of rocks. I think that was kind of the, a couple of the guys and right, Tony, right. the singer was kind of like, fuck that. You know, I'm not going the rock star. Screw that. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they were, they were getting like, you know, a certain level of popularity. So I think, I think that I think that was part of it also. So yeah, yeah. They so, were yeah. pure. They were purists. The singer. All right. So the, t- the singer, Tony, which he has, 12,000 names. His real name is Anthony uh, <laughs> Tony Brandenburg. Brandenburg, but he goes by Tony Kadena, uh, Tony Adolescent, and Tony... Tony Montana, yeah. like the, guy from, <laughs> the guy from Scarface. And, right, right, yeah. right. Um, so yeah, all right. He's So he's the singer. We got, uh, you mentioned Frank Agnew, lead guitar, and then Rick Agnew, Frank's brother, also guitar, rhythm guitar, backing vocals. Steve Soto, which which was like the, the long, he was like the one guy that was in the band throughout the whole run, right? Pretty sure he was. Yeah, you, you, you know, and sadly he passed, he passed away about yeah. two or three years ago. Yeah, he, you know, he was... You know, I had met him before. Really, really super nice guy. It was really, yeah, it was just really sad. That's what, yeah, that's what I was reading. Everywhere, you know, he seemed like a sweet guy and everyone. Uh, right. And He's genuinely uh, nice guy. Right. Uh, Casey Royer on drums. All right. So, like I said, I came to this record not knowing and I and I listened to it. And first thing I go, oh, yeah, okay, it's California hardcore. And then, obviously, a lot of times you, you can't get something the first time. you got to listen to it a bunch. So, after I'm getting through, yep. going through yep. it, like, by the third time, I realize... Holy shit! This is a really good record. <laughs> yeah, it's and, and, really and that was good. Right, just the song, and, that, and that's it. Because I was just like, "Wow, these guys were so young." But like, I mean, like for a punk record, like the songwriting is like really, really. It's that's it. That's strong. it. I mean, it's still a lot of it's hardcore, but it's also a lot of it's like sort of mid tempo 
punk pop meets like uh, New York Dolls, uh, Johnny right. Thunders type stuff. And just the the it's songwriting, funny. the superior songwriting throughout just sort of elevates everything, you know? Yep, totally. Yeah. Totally. So, uh, yeah. So that's, uh, you know, it was a nice surprise. Because I thought, oh, shit, I got to, what the hell am I going to say about this stupid <laughs> record? And uh, there's a lot, there's actually a lot to say about it. And uh uh, yeah, it's cool. So you like, were you, uh, did you discover them right when they were around in 1980 or did you discover them a little later? Nope. Nope. Yeah. No, this, this record came out in 81. Right. right. I, you know, I, I probably I think I was in the backseat of my buddy's VW bug in early 84. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, so two and a half, three years later, you okay. know, and they, you know, you know, right. I, you know, I was kind of a new raver up to that point, but, you know, starting to kind of, you know, starting to kind of dip my toe in the punk a little bit, and um, <clears throat> yeah, my, my buddy Chris, he had this, he had this old '61 VW Bug. We were driving around, he put a tape in. It had, I think, it had like the Descendants and um, Adolescence, you know, Social Distortion, all that, a lot of that Southern California stuff. And I was right. just like, yeah, you know, the Adolescence songs. I was like, whoa, you know, who are these? This is amazing. Who are right, these guys? Right. You know, you know, Kids in the Black Hole was probably oh my god, that song that, right? That's it's like a you know, punk rock. Like that's the one when I'm going through it. When I got to that the second time around, when I got to it, I go, "Holy fucking shit! How do I not know this song?" <laughs> yeah, right, so, uh, right. Yeah, uh, no, that's, uh, that's oh, so that's just, cool. I mean, so that's you became the... a fan. That was when you heard him, and you became uh, a fan. And uh, did you follow him? Because I actually did. Like you said, they reformed a whole bunch of times, and they put out a lot of other records. So have you followed? Did you follow their career and, and check out their other records? You know, there's. Let me. I'm actually looking at. I'm looking at Discogs right now. You know, you know, I've I've heard because right, they've put out like an album. You know, from like 2011 till now, they've put out one, two, three, four, six albums. Yeah, right. So like basically like every two years, <laughs> I, I have that. you know I have a you know I have a couple of those. Um, you know you know you know yeah you you know they're not you know you know good stuff. I think it's, at this point Tony's the only, um, you know Tony's the only original member left at this point. Right. Um, right. Yeah, you, you know, you know, good, you know, definitely good stuff. Definitely, it's not the blue album. It's no, it's not, not because they're all because it can't be. That's the thing. That's the kind of the cool thing, and also kind of the sad thing. It's not like bands like this is not a band that's going to be that really is going to be a career band because music like this has to be made. Like when I'm listening to these songs and listening, shit, these guys were fucking teenagers and writing. Because like I had a band when I was a teenager and I were horrible. I couldn't. I wrote terrible songs. They were terrible. <laughs> they were stupid. And and these are so much better than that. So it's like, but still they have that uh, it, it comes from that attitude and that mindset of them because these are these are uh, kids for the most part which was that whole scene i guess kids that whose parents i mean what was going on with parenting uh, around that time <laughs> because everyone's parents sound horrible <laughs> right 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 the descendants you know what, what was that um the descendants song off the first album like my dad sucks and- I guess it was the, was it the me generation and everything and just people just sort of focused, like they just didn't give a shit about their kids and they just like didn't pay, it wasn't even so much that they were abusing them, but it's like they just didn't pay attention to them at all and they just uh, thought they were garbage, you know, and it's really sad. Right, you know, it could have been that or, you know, you know, it could have been. They could have had great parents. Maybe I was just, thinking, maybe some. Now that like, I'm a parent myself, I'm thinking, you know right. what? Maybe. Yeah, the kids are just like little assholes. Like, oh, just because everything. That. They, yeah, right, yeah. They won't let me. They won't let me. But you know, whatever. Go to yeah. this party. You know, whatever. So I'm gonna write a. Yeah, yeah. It's like they. I mean, but, but you're right. Right. In some cases, go go probably, to uh, go to Mike Ness's horrible house. That's like all these terrible things that they won't let me hang out there. You know. <laughs> right, right. They're horrible. Th- right, which is so, smart. <laughs> they should exact, exactly. Right, yeah. Right. So you're would, you're probably right. It, it's there. probably like a combination, and just but just they they, they obviously you know because everyone and uh, when you're that age, teenager, high school, everyone has a- angst and high school angst, and they feel like no one understands them and everything. But right. they were so good at putting it all, you know, but getting it down. And getting the, uh, you know, the, just the anger and the aggression out, but like really, really well done. I mean, it's just, yeah, it, 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 I was honestly blown away by this record and uh, it's going to be fun going through it. And I will say they started out with 
the most hardcore song, I think, and the most one-dimensional type hardcore. Because I, I like if the whole record was like the first song on the record, then it wouldn't be a record that I would like, you know, and it wouldn't right, it would just get right. old really fast. But totally. uh, but I think that <coughs> could be part of the reason. Yeah. By the way, we should mention uh, poor um, <laughs> poor uh, Tim has is a little under the weather, so that's why. a little little bit. Of, yeah, uh, I'm, so. I'm I'm trooping it. I'm a trooper, but yeah, no. Little, well, little let me know if weather. we need to stop and call nine one one or anything. You know, just let me know. Help. And we can finish it later after you get. Uh, nah, uh, I'll be fine. I'll right, be fine. Good. All right, so let's, yeah, let's get into the into the record, and they open it up like I said with probably the most uh, the most hardcore thing. Let's listen to the first song I hate children I never try I want you to house I hate children raise a right to walk in the house I hate children hate when they got some noise I hate children burning them to none of choice I hate children such that you stupid little brat what's he just that 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 if I may I feel away So much in the same vein as the DKs, as the Dead Kennedys, I Kill Children, which was on uh, their first record, uh, Fresh Fruit for Rotting Vegetables. Yes. Right. So along the same lines. And I feel like putting a song like this first is kind of like a barrier to entry because it's like someone they're saying, fuck you. If you can't handle this, if, if you don't like it, you know, then you're out already. <laughs> from the first song, <laughs> that you know, a song where they're basically saying "I hate children," right? Now, now, now and and one of the, one of the very ironic things about that, Rob, is that is that not you know you know not only is Tony a dad, but he he became a special ed teacher. Oh, so that really? Was, that was okay, one, that, right, that was one of the ironic things. Is like but, you but, would see that, like in you know, right. oh. But but also children, I yeah, right. I had read in reading about it, he said it was inspired actually by a conversation he overheard while riding the bus, and it was like a man, basically a man saying to his wife you know, whose their kids were crying and he was saying that, that he can't, that he couldn't stand children, that he hated children. So it, it, it wasn't, oh, okay. you know, it, it wasn't him saying it. It was just sort of, he was doing gotcha. it as the point of view. Yeah. But dad, I, I'd never heard that story. Yeah. I'd never heard and that. And he said that was the story. same message that his dad had given him, that he just couldn't stand him. So that's kind of sad when you read it that way. But right, um, right. yeah, so that's and, and that's a lot of thing uh, that obviously uh, a lot of people would miss from a lot of these bands is that they'd have a really good sense of humor and a lot of songs would be ironic. But of course, you know, parents are going to take it at face value and say, what are you listening to? You know, what the fuck? Ex- totally. Ex- yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But, but you're right. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, not their, you know, not their strongest song, you know, maybe not the best way to, to start off the record, but. You know, yeah, because it's uh, one it dimensional it and it sounds like uh, so many hardcore bands that are just like, you know, average hardcore band that would would do a song like this. So, yeah, that's right, kind of right. but, you know, it, it it's OK, because right from there uh, we get the outcast teen a- angst. But this is outcast teen angst times 1000 or times 10,000. You know, <laughs> uh, let's listen to the second one. Uh, who is who? Friends call me enemy because they're a fucking joke. joke. They better get their act together. It's time that they awoke. I'm cast out by my relatives because they don't want me around. I just sit in a corner and I don't make a sound. Not one word. So, yeah. Right. Is that like the, that's exactly right. Is that like the, the ultimate teen angsty? Right, you right, know, right. Yeah. I don't belong. You know, everybody yeah, yeah. hates me. I hate them. Right. Um, I, I love the I love the guitar at the beginning of that song. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It's great. <laughs> it, it, it's really great. So you, so when you guys were listening to this, you said in the car, so it was obviously a tape, right? A, a cassette. Oh, yeah. You said it was like a mixtape. So did yep. you go out and get the uh, the whole album after this? It, it, immediately. Yes. Yeah. No, Im- Im- immediately. Yeah. Went down the 
went, <clears throat> went down to Sound Odyssey at the Shore Mall in Cardiff, New Jersey. And yeah, just bought, you know, I, you know, it probably, I don't know if it was there at the time, but you know, if it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't, I definitely had them order it for me for sure. Right. Right. All right. Nice. All right. So this third song here, now the opening, all right. Uh, reminds me as uh, not just this, but other parts of the record reminds me of Greg Sage and the wipers, wipers. I, I, yeah which, ah. which is another band that i love and listen to the beginning of this it sounds like it could be a, a wiper song and also this is a pretty incisive look because i guess the part of the saucal scene and punk scene was violent there was a lot of violence so they're sort of they sort of go between sort of uh, you know singing about it uh, it, it, uh and then uh, sort of uh railing against it as well uh which this one i think sort of right does. exactly right it's right i want to partake but i but also, hey, violence isn't cool. I'm not, you know, right. It seems like they're they're kind of hitting it from both sides. Oh, yeah, because cause they're teenagers, of course. <laughs> <laughs> right. right, exactly. Let's listen to a little bit of Wrecking Crew. There's nothing to do but Oh man, so great! So, uh, do you hear what I'm saying though? The beginning, that whole part at the beginning, it sounded a little wipersy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Yeah, I had, had never, had never put that together. And I had not thought of the wipers and that. But yeah, the right, that slow kind of moody. Yeah, yeah. Which they were good with that. They weren't. Uh, they were just really good at shifting gears a lot. Which I guess I, now, when you hear it, uh, you know, obviously a lot of bands uh, later on did stuff like that. But but they were like one of the first bands I think to, to do that to kind of mix in with the fast hardcore stuff this like sort of slow sludgy stuff which eventually a lot right. of everyone was doing you know right right yep no totally totally yeah yeah no, yeah, no, no, yeah the wipers were definitely one of the one of the first yeah one of the first and one of the best absolutely oh, so good so good someone's got it eventually someone's got to pick a wipers record come on guys um, all right, so yeah, basically they're they're saying you know they're they're admitting there's nothing they're basically bored boys. That's this whole thing is just we're just a wrecking crew, bored boys with nothing uh, to do. You know, home's not home's not so bad. Don't need to run. Come join. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, home's not so bad. Don't need to run. Come join our primitive ways of fun. Right, you know, there's better ways out than taking your life. Right, so they're right, like you said, they're just kind of like, hey, let's let's go have some fun. Let's go mess stuff up. Right, right, because bored. Oh, there's nothing worse than a bored. Team teenage boy i'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> in southern california in the early 80s right oh god i can't, can't <clears throat> even imagine uh where did you go so you grew up in uh jersey? south jersey the, the, oh, okay. the jersey shore like a little, right. little so town east, outside of so uh, you were east coast City. guy too yeah right yep but you didn't have you were you were like upstate new york was it um i grew up now nah, you know I'm, i was I, i'm weird because i did grow, I, I was born in queens and i grew up in queens but i moved my family moved down to south florida in the 70s in in the late 70s so i started uh middle school i guess sixth grade in south florida so i was still oh, gotcha. East Coast, but south florida which was a whole different scene although a, a lot of new yorkers <laughs> at that time came down so there were a lot of new yorkers down here Got you. Got okay. Right. So part 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 of part growing up in New York, and then part uh part. But it sounds like most of the most of your like formative years were were in South Florida. They were, yeah, they were in South Florida, right? Um, so nice. yeah, which has its own weirdness, of course. Yeah, um, absolutely. All right. So this next one, L.A. girl, partially, Cadena said it was his answer to the Doors, L.A. woman. Uh, and he said, this is kind of funny. He said he wrote it after being rejected by a, by a new classmate who had just come to Magnolia High School, where they went to high school, Magnolia, from Los Angeles after her parents divorced. So he figured, hey, we got something in common. You know, our parents divorced, but she had she didn't want to have anything uh, to, to do with one. them at all. Look here, Mr. Punk Rocker. I'm not hey, interested in you at all. At all. Yeah. So uh, so what do you do? He, he wrote a song about it. And it's a pretty awesome song. <laughs> a darn good one. That's right. L.A. Girl.
you get those changes, those tempo changes again, which are just but awesome. Yep, yep, yeah, and I know those those Agnew brothers, those guys, those guys were the real deal, man. They're both both like terrific guitar players. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and uh, something I'm just realizing, listening to it now, it, it there are a lot of similarities to the Ted um, Kennedy's uh, "Fresh Fruit for Rotting Vegetables." <laughs> the record i did get at the when that came out I, I i bought it and i remember just being blown away and i would have i realize now i would have loved this record just as much too i just you know I, totally yeah i didn't no, know you, I, yeah know. i think i think i think i think you absolutely would have yeah i also like i also like on that song how you know how they kept in the la girl take one you know you know that's just something you know a lot of you just didn't hear that on like a lot of like yes yeah not only yeah. just punk records but any record you just didn't hear that a lot so that right. was just kind of cool they Kind of cool they left that in. It, yeah, it makes it all sound more real. <laughs> right, right. Which I'm sure, could you imagine? I mean, I, I know this, The I guess the whole record was recorded quickly, obviously. Uh, but uh, they did a really good job with it, though, you know, because um, just everything sounds great. Mike Patton produced. Oh, yeah, that's Adelaide. right. I saw Mike Patton. I'm thinking, wait, it's not that Mike Patton, is it? But no, it's not. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, different. And then some other guy, Tom Wilson, did like the Welcome to Reality EP. And then, oh, okay, then the okay. Rick Agnew solo record, which are all three of those are on my, my CD. Oh, the, OK. Oh, you got but, one um, of those. Nice. But yeah, this guy. Yeah, no, this guy, uh, this Mike Patton guy. Yeah, he, he definitely, you know, definitely knew what he was doing for sure. Right, right. All right, so now we get a uh, really short. There are, you know, obviously the, a lot of these songs in here are pretty short. This is the shortest song on the record. Uh, super short, classic hardcore song, but a pretty good message, a pretty sobering message. A little bit of self. I'm looking back, to see the sad, but the Leo was instead not even as far as done before. You don't think it's funny, more than quiet, shut out of my head. And I think it's just that. Take too much, I said it did. I got no reason to say it. Stupid kid, don't really know. I drop bottom trays, but. So here they're talking about something that probably they were just too young to take part in, but they definitely saw it, you know, about uh, um, heroin, hit, hitting your arm is slow suicide, crying I'm sorry out of my head, ending up fixing junk instead, taking too much, got nothing to give, got no reason left to live. So, uh, yeah, some sobering shit there. Right. No, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, and that's, I mean, to, you know, Tony's vocals, you know, they all, you know, they're always pretty, they're always really, you know, young, loud and snotty, but on that song in particular, it's really just like, he kind of feels like he kind of like amps it up a little bit on that particular song. Yeah. 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 And I actually saw, I, I watched some videos of them like uh, later on uh, and he's, he's still really great. Like later on when they reformed and everything and he was obviously, right. you know, old dad bod and everything, but he still sounded great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There was like they played like, you know, there was like some live footage from like punk rock bowling from maybe a year or two ago. I mean, there, there's there's right. lots of footage. There's lots of like live footage. Of yeah, them, yeah, uh, but but still on great. YouTube, but, and 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 that's yeah. great that you know finally they get to tour this record that they didn't tour originally right. like like they should have. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. All right, so now we get the song, and we didn't mention a lot. Of, this uh, next song, "Kids of the Black Hole," is one of the songs that uh, Agnew and Royer brought from their previous band, the Detours. The Detours. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and this is like the epic of the record. I mean, it's over five minutes long on a hardcore record. That's that's pretty awesome right there. But uh, oh man, I just can't say enough. I'll play a little bit of it, and then later on, I'll play like the outro of it because it's just so great. But let's listen to a little bit of the Peace Day Resistance. Yes, Kids of the Black Hole. No sound is heard. From Munich to where there was once so much to do. It was once a green mansion, and now it's a wasteland. Our days of breakfast fun are through.
so great. I, I just wish I could play the whole goddamn song. It's so good. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, you know, the beginning when Tony's like, "Go!" I just like love that that go. Just like it's yeah, you know, it's you know, guns ablazing at that point. Right. All right. So, what are they singing about here? Who's who's whose house are they singing about? I, for, for you know, you know, from what I've read, you know, Mike Ness from you know the singer from Social Distortion, right? Uh, his his apartment because Mike Ness was from Fullerton as well, right? Uh, apparently, he had this he had this you know disgusting, disastrous, right. <laughs> yep, party infused uh, apartment somewhere in Fullerton that, that that they called the Black Hole, you know. So that's right, right. You know, um, but yeah, you know what? I was li- in fact listening to this. I went back to the. I, I went to the album notes to look because I was thinking, are there keyboards in here? And, and there aren't, but just they do such a good job with the guitars, like layering the guitars and uh, right, how they, right. Uh, that I swear I thought there was like keyboards in there or something. No, totally. No, absolutely. Right. I, there, yeah, there was, right. There was definitely times where I thought, wait, please, I think, these guys so good that they're, you can actually make their guitars sound like keyboards. They are but, because what what they do is they took the basic two guitar bass drum format, but they make this like dense, melodic, sonic soundscape from it, which is man, it's so impressive. Like I said, these fucking these are high school kids. It's amazing. Right, right. No, no, no. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, no. They, yeah, no. That that song is again. I can just listen to that song. You know, you know, you know. This whole album. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to be in a. I can put it on anytime, any day. Play it from start to finish. Yeah. Oh, like that song. I've, I've played that song so many times already. Mm-hmm. Like going in, in my car, I just I just put that song and listen to it. It's such a good. Song. And you and you hadn't heard the album. Like for the I first never time, heard that like album. I swear ago? to God, like, I never. I mean, maybe I, I, I probably up didn't. until like a week ago or like when? Like when was when, no? How? Just when you picked the record and I listened to it. <laughs> that was it. Is that, so that was like a week or two, or a couple of weeks yes. ago. Yes. That's it. That's how it rolls. I don't, you know, I, I got away because I'm listening to some other record the week before. So I just basically, right. yeah, listening to I, it. I, yeah, I, I was just like, oh, you know, you know, you know, I mean, like I knew, I knew you were like, you know, you've been into punk rock for years and we're in bands. So I, I, I get, I just assumed I was like, oh, you, you know, know how Rob, it is. You Rob always knows, miss, you record. always have blind spots though. You know, you always manage right. no, to totally. shit. You can't hear everything. I mean, some people, I, I know some people that literally, I think they've listened to everything and they know everything, but I'm. I am not that guy. I'm just not. You know? Right. No, no, no. We, no, right. We, we, we've all, right. We've all, we've all missed stuff. Um, yeah. But I'm, yeah. yeah, I feel like an idiot. I really do feel like an idiot that I don't specifically know that song. And uh, well, you know, whatever. Better late than never. I'm still alive. So, you know. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, yeah it's, as, as Lou Barlow said, it's, it's cool to discover stuff late. Yeah, it really yeah. is. And I agree it's with true. that. Oh, right. God. That's, that's what this show's all about, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right, so we have an, another uh, side two. We have another detour song. Uh, this they pack a lot. Oh. These songs that are two minutes long, they pack a lot into them. There's like uh, tempo changes, and there's right. chanting backups, and there's like this killer right, bridge. Right. Very, very dense. Like yeah, you said. yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And a stinger, and and there is a stinger at the end of the second verse that would not fly today. There's a couple. There's a couple things on this record that would definitely not fly today. They would be problematic, and there's one in here. But let's listen to a little first uh, No Way. So there's the line right there. You know what I'm talking right, about. Right. Right? No way, right, no way. Yeah, right. I cannot right, live right. in a world this gay. So obviously right. they're high school in California. That's what I mean, I did when I was in high school too, or maybe junior high, whatever, everything was gay. You know, if you didn't right. something was stupid. Right. You would just say that. Right. You would gay. just you would just you wouldn't even think what you would just say. Right. You, you know, would. You, right. But you know what? It's like I say all the time and, and it, it drives me crazy though, people get mad that they oh well, why you know, things you know, everything's you know, you can't say anything. It's like, no, you can't, but we're evolving as people. You know, 
we're evolving as we learn. So yeah, exactly. no, if you, know, you don't you don't need to run around saying shit's gay anymore, you know, because because <laughs> you're gonna hurt the feelings of some gay kid that you know. And and why do you have to do it? So no, there's nothing you you, you don't need to and do and, it anymore. And there's, it's and fine. There's a million other words you can use. Exactly, of that. it's fine. You, know? you stop saying you know whatever retard or gay. Oh, we can't say anything. No, you could say right. a lot of things, but just don't say those anymore. You know, right, it's like right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> But what, Rob, one, now one one thing about that's one thing about No Way, that song in particular. I think they, I think, literally every single set they they've ever played, they open up with that song. Okay. Yep, that, that is always. I mean, yeah, like you know, every time I've seen them, every time I've seen you know set lists, every time I've seen right. footage on you, yeah, every single day, that, that's that's always their opener. Oh, so you've seen them more. So how many times have you seen them? I saw them probably in the late '80s, probably three times. Oh, and nice. They came. They played. I saw them once or twice in Portland, and then they, they came around. with they played with the Weirdos here, that was probably four years ago. Okay, so, oh, you know, maybe you know five, six times. But you saw him with when Steve was still in the band, right? Steve. Yes. So, yep. Okay, yep. Nice, Inter- nice. Interview, interviewed him. That, that was in Portland. That was like in, that was like in, like in the mid two thousands. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Interviewed him for, for Dagger. Yeah, they were they were really nice. Big guys. guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, he was <laughs> he, he he was you know he was a big guy. You know. Yeah. You, you know. You know he had lost. Um, you know, for a while he lost some weight, and I think he kind of put it back on. It maybe kind of, you know, kind of went back and forth with that. But um, yeah, super nice guy. I remember when I, when I interviewed him, um, I, I asked him at the Beach Boys, and I think, you know, I think it was Tony, Steve, and Frank Agnew. I think they were the three who I interviewed, and and uh, Steve and Steve and Frank were like, oh yeah, we love the Beach Boys, big influence. And Tony was just like, nah, fuck that, I hate, I hate that shit. <laughs> Tony was just like, you know, like. I hate that shit. Okay, yeah, well, good for him place. for keeping it real. You know, whatever. <laughs> right, exactly. You have to like what you like. Everyone doesn't have to like the beat. beat. <laughs> but how about uh, the, the very, that, like, kind of searing guitar lead at the very beginning of that song? That's yeah, that. yeah. There's so much. There's so much great uh, guitar on this record that. Um, you know, it, it's like easy to kind of miss because a lot of the songs are short, but there's really great stuff. Uh, right. Now, uh, right, this next song is another great Detours uh, number that came from the Detours. And I would say this is also an epic, the second epic of the record. This song is like an earworm. I, got, I had this song in my head, man. I could not get it out of my head. It's like super catchy. Uh, yes, yes. And it's got not one, but two excellent uh, uh, guitar solos in it. Yep. So good. Let's listen to a little bit of Amoeba. We are scientists in our lab, looking through the microscope. The little glass sides, they never lie How can this fall my cold? I've never seen anything like it before This amoeba's got a mind of its own But don't turn your back to stupid science world This is reaching for the telephone Another one, such a great song that I never oh, heard till like song. a week ago. How is that possible? Really, you know that one was on that. You know that that song was actually you know kind of a minor, you know you know like a minor punk rock hit in L.A. back then. Yeah, um, of course. Rodney, you know Rodney Rodney Bingenheimer from Rodney on the Rock was playing it a lot, and I'm pr- I think that song, yeah, that song was on one of the Rodney on the Rock compilations. You know, remember those Rodney compilations yeah, right. that yes, I think I Posh do. Boy put those out? Yeah, it was on there. So. So yeah, so who knows? Maybe I did hear it, but I don't know. You know how it is. But uh, yeah, it's just a great song, and and also, um, obviously, 
a lot of the lyrics on this thing are kind of simplistic, whatever, but they're also, they're also really clever because what is this? Amoeba is what? Is a one-celled creature, and like, like they say in the saw, that, that Harley knows it's alive and maybe a better off dead. And that's a punk rock. That's so punk rock, you know? <laughs> I, you're right. If I was, right, when I was 17, I would not have been able to think of anything. Exactly. Like, ha- like half that clever. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like, like, like one-tenth that clever. I was, exactly. I was like, right. You're like, wait, this is I'm glad you're actually like kind of. Kind of deep stuff, right? It is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, here we get another more classic sounding hardcore one. And I'm, I'm going to have you help me out with this one because I'm a little confused yeah. by this next one. But let's listen to it first a little bit of it's called Word Attack. <laughs> Like I said, classic hardcore, but really well done hardcore. Right, that, that whole that whole call and response thing. It's just, it's like right. It's like it's almost like you know, like a punk rock version of Love's Seven and Seven is. Oh right, like that, okay. <laughs> you, know, you know, like that has that like crazy drumming at the beginning. Yes, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. All right, so so is it called Word Attack, and and why is it called Word Attack? Because they keep saying Wheel Attack. They're they're saying Wheel Attack, uh, attack. Not so. Do do you know why it's called? My word honest attack? answer there, Rob, is. I have no freaking idea, dude. Okay. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, it's a great, I, that's like one of my favorites on the, uh, I'm like looking at the lyrics now, like the gun in your yeah. hand is the gun at my head. The gun in your hand is going to kill me dead. We'll right, attack. Right. But, right. Uh, we'll, right. You say like, we'll attack, right, we'll but attack. But right. It's, but it's called word. Att- right. It's kind of, um, but again, that I call the whole call and response thing is just, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty amazing. It's great. Yeah. It's awesome. All right. And now we were talking about before how it was a uh, violent, it was kind of a violent scene, but here's them sort of taking it head on, taking uh, the violence on. They're talking about the mindlessness of the violence. And even then they're, they kind of realize that it is mindless, you know, and that it's that there, there's no future in that and it's pointless, right? which is cool. Yep. Uh, so let's listen to this one. It's called. Let's rock with guns Fit up 21 Breaking heads Don't sound Like much fun It's not your only way Again Again kicks By breaking heads You know You can't Do your thing of time It has a de- uh, real Nazi punks fuck off vibe, right? Right. Totally. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Right. De- Is that def- your only yeah, way right. of getting kicks by breaking heads? You can't fix. Um, well, and, and I like that that opening line. Yeah, you know, the whole clockwork arm. Yeah, like yeah. How, it's I like, like how he throws arms. that in there. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's great. And uh, you know, I read I read a Clockwork Orange. I remember when I was in high school, but still, I I wouldn't have been able to write a song that referenced it. <laughs> I just I, right. I wouldn't think of it. Uh, yeah, goddamn kids, these California kids. Maybe you know what? I think my parents were were too nice and coddling to me. That's the problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if they treated me more like shit, I probably would have written better songs. So <laughs> I'm just gonna go on record as saying that. Oh, uh, that's funny, Rob. Yeah. Well, hey. All right. So now I'm gonna say this. This is next one is probably my least favorite uh, one on the record. And it, it's still it, it's OK. I think it's largely it's called. All right. What, what's the next song? What's the name of the next song? Democracy. Democracy. And I feel like democracy is a hard word to fit into a song like melody. Make it sound melodic. So it just doesn't. So but but lyrically, the lyrics are actually timely. Very right, timely. right. Right. Not right. Right. Exactly. Right. They really Very timely. Yeah. Um, right. Lyrics aren't, but I'm with you. Probably not. Probably definitely my least favorite song on the record. Oh, okay. Good. Absolutely. So it's not yep, just me. Totally. Let's listen to it a little bit anyway. Democracy. Is this what you call democracy? They're killing us and you're killing me. 
just the whole using the word democracy sounds kind of forced to me you know but the uh, what do you, uh, they start a democrat republican or libertarian do you really care what party you're in that's right that's, i was, I was actually gonna throw good. that line out there as well i was gonna throw that line out there as well yeah that's uh right. pretty yeah pretty uh, t- timely powerful stuff to be written in uh 1980 81 you know well right right and, and again as a teenager i would have been like I didn't know what a libertarian. Did, I didn't know right. what a libertarian was until like the last couple of years, maybe. Until <laughs> totally. Facebook started. <laughs> right. I'd be like, wait, what the hell's a, what the hell's a libertarian? Right. I did. Yeah. You know, I, I, I had no idea what the hell that was. Exactly. So that's yeah. Um, so yeah. Again, again, you know, it's a slow song. You know, what I mean, there's you know most of the album, the tempo is really quick. That's kind of that's you know one of the few like really kind of slow ones on there. So yeah. Um, yeah. You know. You know. Again, agreed. My. Uh, you know, my least favorite one on there for sure. Okay. But we move on. Uh, the next one, no friends, no friends feels very specific. Like they're talking, I guess they were competing punks. It was almost like gangs, I guess, depending on where they were from. Right. So he, he mentions Huntington beach a lot in that song and right. Right. Um, and uh, putting, yeah, you, uh, it, it, uh, to put orange County down. Hey, right. Yeah. So what the hell was going on there? I don't know. But, uh, they, you know, but you know, you know, honestly, like, um, you know, you know, being in or they probably felt, they probably felt like real outsiders. I mean, you know I mean? They, they, that's what, yeah, that, that, that they weren't that's what the I'm getting from they the, weren't uh, in Hollywood. Right. They were, it's like, Oh, we're in Fuller. You know, it's like, we're, we're next to Disneyland in Fuller out in the Valley. And I mean, we're not, we're not Hollywood cool. We're not right. Huntington beach surfer cool. We're just, but these... I, but I'm still a little confused. I'm, let's listen to a little bit. And then I got to ask you something about the lyrics. I'm a little confused. Okay. Listen to uh, no friends. I don't understand if he's if he's actually singing it or he's singing as a character when he says uh, sang for the slashers. You told Hermosa Beach. So you used to be a surfer in Huntington Beach. You're a liar. If you follow all trends, get out of here, asshole. You've got no friends. So is that someone saying that to them or no? They're saying that to this this asshole surfer guy, right? I I th- I think he's saying to some asshole surfer guy. Right. That, that's that's what I always thought. But, and and weird, dude. Weirdly enough, on my copy, on my copy of the CD and the vinyl, it, it has the lyrics to all the songs except for that one. I don't oh, know. Yeah, interesting. But Tim, right. Tim, he's saying he's yelling at this guy, "Get out of here! You got no friends." But he said earlier it was time to to unite. What happened to that? <laughs> it was time to unite. <laughs> And now he's you telling know. him to go to San Francisco. I hear San Francisco's second best. Right. You got San no Francisco, friends. Right. San Francisco's second best. So, like, I don't know. It's like, dude, Tony, come on, dude. Do you want to unite the kids? or Exactly. You wanna... <laughs> but I give him, you know what? How could you not give them slack, though? Because they're so young. So you got to give them slack. So Exactly. Yep. I'm sure. Maybe that's yep. why they didn't. Maybe they reissued. They said, don't put those lyrics on. They're stupid. <laughs> they're gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i'm so sorry come on tony come on man make up your mind dude you want to... i know right no i know you're 17 years old but you should really you know have all this stuff figured out by now yes all right so musically last song here musically still great lyrically we got some more problematic lyrics on the last song as well i do love i do love this song it's this great song... no it's great and and they're like i said they're high schoolers so you got to give them all the um you know, you got to give them as much slack as you. Of course, you can slack if they if they just did it today and released today. No, then you got to call them out for it. But yeah, you can't. But it, yeah, it's a great song, great album closer. Let's listen to Creatures. I'm not accepted by my peers. So what? I took a lesson by the queers. They're fucked. The chicks are hot, full of cheers. Pleasers. They said I'm so I took my tears. Teasers. I hate them all. Creatures. I do not have to trust the same. Hopeless, I do not fit inside the frame. Our class, we kept the 
just lashing out at everyone because they were just you right. know they were they were looked down on and the thing you know tim the thing that a lot of people probably younger people wouldn't understand is like now when you when you think of punks and you look at them you go oh they're cool they look so cool but it was not cool then to be a punk. no you, you weren't no. cool they were, they were they were they were hated yeah they you were, were hated. Kids, kids made fun of me because the <laughs> ramones because because i like the ramones i'll never forget it uh one day i was just walking and someone said hey elba you know there was a bunch of kids and they were like oh elba you like the Ramones and, and I got excited Because I thought I said yeah yeah I do And they go Gabba gabba hey You know but then I realized Oh they're making fun of me <laughs> was, it, was, that, was that high school? Uh, this was high school Yes And it was Van, so, It was when everyone Was into Van Halen Except me it seemed like You know but So, so what So true. what year did, What year did you get into Like what, what Like what year Were you actually Listening to punk by Like Like late 70s? Yeah 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 Because well, I, I think I think I'm, I'm older I'm, so I'm probably think, a little older Than you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm 57. Um, oh no, we're yeah. I'm just like a year older than you. But uh, yeah, yeah. No, I got. I, I was already into punk rock uh, by then, and um, that's cool. Yeah. Well, but but no, it it it, it definitely wasn't cool. Right. It wasn't cool because <laughs> yeah, but dude, dude. I mean, I mean, we've never met. You, you look like a you look like a pretty big. Dude. I'm sure you could. You look like a pretty big dude. I'm sure you could handle. I your wasn't getting in beaten in up a, for it or anything. Just <laughs> right. more like you know, hurting my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> hey Elba, just don't don't kick my ass. But the Ramones, the Ramones suck, dude. Right. You know exactly. Um, Basically, that's yeah. it. Yeah. No, and 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 I think I had read something else about the at the you know you know the adolescents like after the album came out, they'd walk down the halls in the school, and people were like, you know, what I mean, they, they were like all of a sudden kind of popular, and they were like, well, wait a minute, you guys freaking hated us like right. last yeah. week, and now you know now you know what I mean now now we put out an album. And it's getting some airplay, you know, around yeah. L.A., riding right. on the rock. And, and they're stuff, like, you know? oh, okay. Right. Right. Could you imagine, though? Yeah, they fucking put out. Could you imagine high school and you put out that record? Yeah, they should have been treated like kings. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. But but but, but that but, but Creatures, um, you, you know, there's more of that, you know, there's more of that, like, incredible guitar playing that, like, you know, yes. that super melodic. I You know, I love that stuff. There's more of that and more of that call and response thing that I love. Right, right. You know, that, that, you know, that these guys do so damn well. So. They, they did it great and I realized they were, they must have influenced a lot of bands that came after them because you hear that. Especially, uh, you know, the, the later punk bands like No Effects and bands like that. Yeah, they they all must have listened to this, love this record and listened to it because, yeah. No, no, no. no. I, I, abso- I mean, absolutely. I mean, I've heard, yeah, no, I've heard people say like, you know, I mean, you know, I've heard different people say, you know, that Rick, you know, hey, Rick Agnew created the OC, you know, the Orange County. He created that OC guitar sound that like, you know, the offspring. You know, all the, exactly. all those bands, melodic, you know, that sort of bands became melodic, millionaires. Off yeah. Of, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Ironic. Right. And these guys, yeah, mm. these guys break up like <laughs> four months after they put out their right. record. It's, 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 it's like in a, in that, um, in the descendants documentary, I think D- Dave Grohl in the, in the descendants documentary, he's like, he's like, if the descendants had released Milo goes to college in 1995, they'd all be living in fucking mansions oh, and, right, and, he's, yeah. and he's right. But yeah. you know, they released it in 1982, you know, and right. it's like, right. They should buy up. everyone in the descendants, a mansion. Then. He should do that. <laughs> right. He, <laughs> With all his money. Right. He can afford it, man. He can. Uh, well, whatever. I think they're, they're, they're doing all right. 
All right, so Tim, this was great. It was really great. Uh, like I said, uh, sort of uh, a record. Obviously, I mean, some people are going to think I'm an idiot for not already knowing how great this record was, but I didn't. Uh, you know, I'm just being honest. I, I have to keep it real, people. You know, I, I can't dude, lie. Dude, to you me. are you are not an idiot, and and you know what? <laughs> Thanks. You know what? Uh, today, October 6, twenty twenty one. You love the record. I do. I really do. And I'm going to keep right. listening to it. And I'm going to. And I'm going to go back and listen to Kids of the Black Hole like fucking uh, once a month. I'm going to make it. You know where I have to listen to that song like every once a month. I'm going to listen to that song. Uh, yeah, that's that song just never gets old. I want. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody cover it. You no, know, right. I don't know if I, either. You know. You know. You know. What I mean, either like live or right. on YouTube. It's probably one of those songs. People, most bands are probably like. Dude, I, I'm not even, I'm not, you know, that song's so great. I'm not even going to touch it. It's just oh, yeah, so perfect. Yeah. I'm not even going to try and like cover that song, you know? Yep. But I did. There's some good, like I said, some great uh, live videos of them doing it later on, you know, when they're all like old, like old and fat and they're still great. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're still right. awesome. So it's great. And I, also, I, I Rob, it also like that. Before I forget, um, the, you know, you, you know, after the adolescents broke up, Rick Agnew had put a, a solo album out called All By Myself. I think Frontier released that as well. I think it came out like maybe like the next year. If you haven't heard it, really, there's some really, really great stuff on there. I'm going to check. No, I'll, I will definitely check that out. And and like I said, everyone should definitely go to Frontier Records uh, Bandcamp and uh, check it out because that's great. You, you, uh, you know, you buy the records right from the source and hopefully, you know, fans get some money from it. Right, right. But but apparently, uh, apparently some of those songs on the Rick Agnew solo record that they would have, you know, had there been a second adolescence record, some of those songs would have been on there. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But, right, right. But, but no, no, if you, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, you know, you'll, you'll totally dig it. It's a, uh, it's a good record. There's some there's some really really great songs on there. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, like I said, uh, you're a great guest. I'm sorry you're under the weather. Hope you feel better soon. So the the book where the wild gigs were, a trip to America's underground. Where's the best place if, uh, to people to pick that up? Where do you want them? Where should they go? Um, HozakRecords.com. H H O Z A C HozakRecords.com. Okay. Awesome. Um, and, and, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And your daggerzine thing, it's weird. It's got like a, what is it, a Tumblr? Uh, yeah. I, 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 I didn't you know, think I Tumblr still friend. existed. Does, does Tumblr still exist just for daggerzine? I know. <laughs> people, people are like, dude, you do a Tumblr? Like, what, like, what are you, a loser? All right. But so it's daggerzine.tumblr.com. All right. That's easy enough. Easy enough. All right. Well, well, awesome. And let me know, yeah, when the book actually is available and everything, we'll uh, pimp it on the site. And maybe, like I said, maybe you can grab uh a copy and we can give it to uh, one of our listeners. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I will absolutely do that, Rob. Are we, are we going for another half hour or are we done? No, we're done. Come on. What, do, what's, what okay. the hell else are we going to talk about? This is it. It's an are, hour it's an hour podcast. Uh, are they, are they, wait, aren't they, weren't they, aren't they, I thought they weren't, weren't they 90 minutes or no? They were, they were starting to get longer, but now that, uh, now that Barry's, uh, Barry's gone, I'm uh, tightening up the uh, ship again, so. <laughs> oh no, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. I try and okay. keep, I always, I do try and keep them an hour because an hour is good. So yeah, no, per- this, this no, one's perfect. perfect. This is perfect. Yeah, I really appreciate it, Rob. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, no, no, it's great having you on. And uh, don't forget, everyone. I gotta stop saying guys. I, I, I realize I keep saying guys, and it's like I shouldn't say guys because I have plenty of great uh, female listeners. I know I do. So just yeah. know when I say guys, I'm an old man, and I say guys, I mean everyone. So you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. People, uh, Instagram and Facebook. It's at that record got me high. Also that. Facebook group got me high is a lot of fun. At Twitter, it's at TRGMH Podcast. You should follow me on all these things because it's because I don't know why you should. I don't even know what it's not like anything that does anything great for me, but why not? Do it. Rob's a great Rob's a great guy. It's a a fantastic podcast. (laughs) So again, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. No problem. I will bug you again to be on again next year. All right. And don't forget, guys, you can email me at trgmh33 at gmail.com. And you can go to patreon.com forward slash trgmh. Go to Patreon and uh, become a patron of the show. I would appreciate it. Tim, it's great having you on. Thanks again, Thank everyone. you, sir. We'll see you guys next week. We're out of here.